when I heard home talk and I started to weep, really started to weep. Anyway, Claire Johnson is here with me of Mango Groove. They are celebrating in this year, 19, no, 19, 30 <laughs> years. We're working yeah? on 19. Yeah, you- <laughs> Watch this space. I like how you think. <laughs> Claire Johnson, how are you doing? Aubrey, all the better for being with you. How long has it been since we last spoke? We were saying we think it's about six or six, seven, seven years. years yeah. You know, in seven years, you become an entirely new person because so, yeah. all, all the cellular regeneration. Absolutely. So apparently we are completely different Absolutely. people since we last met. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So Mango Groove, mm. 30 years old. You were saying to me, no, actually, it's 34 years 34 old. 34 for me. Okay. 35 since the very beginning of the band. Yes. And 30 um, since the release of that very first album, and that's what we're celebrating, yeah. that milestone. So as we celebrate you, Claire Johnson, as, a, mm. as an iconic artist in <laughs> South African <laughs> music you. industry, we celebrate um, Mango Groove as as just an institution of <laughs> South Africa. Really, I think Thank anybody you. that thinks about South Africa post-apartheid uh, and mm. all... And all of all of the efforts at trying to get some sort of uh, cohesion uh, without thinking about Mango Groove probably wasn't there. Yeah. Thank so, you very so, much. So it is definitely a, a South African institution. <laughs> and congratulations for reaching 30 years. And we hope that you're going to get uh, 50, 60 more years. Thank you so uh, Continuing much. in this industry. <laughs> Lovely to be with you. Where did way. it start? It started before me. Um, John Layden, founding member, and my ex-husband and very beloved um, best friend. You were with John the the last meeting I had, or last interview we had. You know, you're probably right. John and I were married for a while. We became um, bandmates. Then we became friends. I used to cry on his shoulder about boyfriends. And then he and I became involved. Yes. And then got married. It was a very successful marriage to all intents and purposes. And then I think, you know... Just things get too much. Yeah. We were managing Life Mango, we were living living the band, living our own lives. Anyway, long story short, yeah. we're closer than ever. He started the whole thing called Mango Groove. He was in a punk band called Pet Frog, and that's pet with two Ts, by the way. And But he'd always been in love. Growing up in Zambia, came to South Africa when he was 10, but his parents used to play him the music of Spokes Machiani, Lemmy Special. John was obsessed with that sound, Marabi Quela music. Yeah. So he cut, uh, you know, fast forward to 16-year-old John. He's got this punk band called Pet Frog. He bumps into big voice Jack LaRolle, and that's when everything changes for John. That's when he suddenly decides it's time to do, to live the fantasy. So he and he and Jack start working together, and... Mango Groove is born. Well, we're talking to Claire <laughs> Johnson of Mango Groove. Uh, so I suppose I'm, I'm, I'm having a, a positive double whammy here. I'm uh, speaking to both Claire and Mango Groove at the same time. <laughs> no. So that's great. Um, give us a call. 11 as we ask, who are you? 021-446-0567. A better uh, and a more in-depth understanding of what I call a very serious South African institution that has taken us through some very, very difficult times with their iconic music. Uh, and I'd love for you to give us a call uh, if you've got anything to say to clear 11 883 or 021-446-0567. Uh, Granville Michaels uh, has been sending me some messages on uh, Twitter, Claire. Uh, says, right. uh, I'm sitting here smiling broadly. Yay, <laughs> Home talk, Claire Johnson, Donkey, Aubrey, 
my second. Thank you very much, Granville Michaels. He's a he's a great artist himself, and he uh, is I know, indeed. Yes, and I know that he's been following you for a very very long time. Thank you. So so and and so, how does Claire Johnson get get in uh, in, in involved with a a group that is playing <laughs> Quella music at that time of South Africa's history? I'm going to ask you a very interesting question. That okay. came from a conversation after my first interview with you, by the way. Brilliant. But but how do you get involved, and how old were you getting involved <laughs> with this Quela group? <laughs> well, because um, you were you were you were a young blood then. Huh? I'm going to talk about myself in the third person. <laughs> I'm going to say Claire. Claire was uh, okay. Yeah. Claire was in high school at Greenside High. Um, yeah, I was 17 years old. Um, I was obsessed with the notion of becoming a performer. I was always going to be a singer, actress, dancer. I'd been, as a, a little girl of 10, I'd gotten to a show called Annie. I'd toured around the country with the with the cast, had a wonderful time. My mum had bought into me being that. You know, she understood this was going to be my, my, my career. Yeah. So I was having singing lessons with the late, great Eve Boswell, and one of the guys from the band, I still don't know who, phoned her, phoned Eve, and said, we are looking for a your best female singer. <laughs> she sent me. And I went and met the guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, uh, I love the way that you laugh uh, about no, that. No, well, I mean, I, 30 years I'll in the industry, know. one of South Africa's <laughs> greatest singers, and she laughs at that as if oh, it's uh, no. something insignificant. But uh, that's Claire Johnson. Well, it was, that, yeah. was, that was the moment where yeah. I went and I met the guys. And, and oddly, Aubrey, I'd already seen the band perform. I'd gone with a bunch of school friends to Vits. Yeah. Um, even though I was still at school, we went and, and we went to Vits Free Peoples when it was still on Vits campus. Yes. And I'd, I'd gone particularly to see a band called Evoid. I had a huge crush on Evoid. And then by the time we pushed ourselves to the front of the stage, there was this band called Mango Groove that yes. came on stage. And it looked like a military lineup. There was this, just a bunch of people lined up. Yeah. And there was no singer. And of course, as a singing kind of person, my question to my friends was, well, where's the singer? Mm. Little knowing that in a few weeks that would be me. So <laughs> by the time my singing teacher said, would you like to go and meet this band? I went and met them. It was it was kind of weird because I, I saw them playing at a um, playing at a restaurant in the day uh, outside, a, a place called the Hot Tin Roof. And what, what year was this? This the, was the, the, 1985, yeah? wow. just before the state of emergency. Yeah. If you can yeah. imagine I that. I was in Standard 5. You were in Standard 5. Yeah, we, we still had standards oh. in those days. Yeah, well, I was also, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of that era. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. It is so, beautiful. So, 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 so let me let yes. me understand. In 1985, just yeah. before the um, the state of emergency under mm. the presidency of the Groot Crocodile, the Groot Crocodile. That's right. um, you were going uh, to go to to Verts, to go and see all sorts of concerts. You were listening to bands that were playing Quella music. <laughs> Um, uh, in that time of South Africa's history, mm. Mm, some people might not understand that actually that kind of th stuff was happening in South Africa, in Joburg specifically. It actually where was. Where a, a young white girl, 17, mm. and her friends were going out to actually consume what could have been understood at that time as black South African music. Well, that's where you've always got to thank people like students for being a bit forward-looking, for yep. being relevant actually and so that's why i think it's important that it was at vitz that i saw yeah. this this band performing because yeah. i think you know when i joined mango there you couldn't perform everywhere yes so um but i was really lucky looking back my mum was incredibly 
open-minded and very trusting of me. If you think, Aubrey, that I used to pile into a combi with men, a bunch of men. At 17? At, well, no, probably 18. Yeah. I'd been, you know, traveling oh, around. Oh, okay, right. But by, by the time I was 18, we were traveling the country. <laughs> the only girl in the band getting into a combi with a bunch of guys. My mother was so trusting. And thank goodness for that because she she made the right call. Were you the, the did you ever feel like the token white chick? No, never. No, never. I, I, I mean, I asked I asked uh, PJ Powers the same question yes. at some point when I when I had a conversation with her, and she too said never. And if I had been, she said, uh, my gig wouldn't have lasted that long. And uh, yeah. you you know that PJ Powers is a South African institution too. So sure. did you did you ever feel that? Not at all. I think my main thing when I joined the band, and bear in mind, I joined the band at 17. Mickey Villacazi was 64. Yeah. 64 years old. I think uh, Sipo was 35. I think Banza was 42. I was intimidated because I was the baby. And I, I guess for a while I was being assessed, but before long I was just... Accepted. I was. What was the strategy band. behind the, no. the the? I mean, we had no. <laughs> we had PJ Powers and Hotline at the time that were mm. a, a multiracial group that were loved all over South Africa. I mean, I remember that so vividly. Mm. Uh, we had Mango Groove that was loved so so much. We had Juluga and later mm. um, uh, later became um, Johnny Clegg Savuka mm. uh, that were. That were these iconic multiracial sort of groups. Later on, we had uh, other groups that started to follow suit. But what was that a a a tactic of no. the time, or no. did this happen just organically it was and spontaneously? Chaotic and organic. I yeah. remember when I joined the band. Just to give you an example, so I I meet the band performing at the, at the restaurant. I go and meet them. I see yeah. them perform again close quarters. I spend some time with John. He sits me down in his blue beetle. He plays me some new tunes. And then I go off with my mom. I go home. A month later, I've heard nothing. I assume they didn't like the look of me. They have not heard me sing yet. Yes. I get a call a month later from John saying, we've got a gig on Saturday. Can you rehearse tomorrow and Friday? Wow. Um, and I'm a 17-year-old school girl. Wow. So we rehearse at Dorke House, which is a very famous um, sort of jazz institution in town. So I go there and I meet everyone properly. And of course, I'm utterly intimidated because these are genuine musicians. Yes. These are people who are the real deal. Yes. But here's the real kicker. They don't hear me sing until the gig because there was really? no microphone for me in the rehearsal room. The first time they hear me sing is at the venue. I always say <laughs> that the South Africa's past, mm. not history, listen mm. to me very carefully. Yeah, yeah. South Africa's past is sometimes unfortunately caricatured. I would agree with you there. And that we don't sometimes get to talk about those real human um, experiences mm. of South Africans across color lines, uh, ethnic groups, whatever the case may be. Yes, I that agree with was you. as spontaneous, organic as yeah. what you've just described now, and it happened at so many different levels in yeah. sports, in yes. in in the arts. It, it it happened. Yes, but the South African narrative, for whatever reason, mm. has not gone back to tell away. those stories that were mm. about. And I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm an, I'm a communicator. I don't know sometimes how to bring back those stories unless I've got a Claire Johnson in, in the studio. Well, you're doing it right now. <laughs> but but the 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 the, the, the reality. 
mm. of the South African story and the reason why uh, Mango Groove still um, plays such a, a big part in our sentiments as South Africans who are there, who are here, who will be there mm. 60 years when we're still playing Mango Groove song is because Mango Groove for me represents that beautiful embrace that everybody saw Claire Johnson and Mabre, Mabre yeah, uh, Brenda Mabre. Farsi at uh, the, mm. um, I think it was the the bigger birthday bash at yeah. Ellis Park. Remember that time? We, we did several gigs together. It was huge. I mean, I mean yeah. this was way before people were trying to fill up the dome, right? 100%. <laughs> but, but, but it's Absolutely. a, it's a, it's a time and a, and a reality that very few people who are, I suppose, awo- awake now yeah. know about because we don't know how to speak it. We don't know how to. I, I, I agree with you. But I think what, what when things are genuine, I think people still feel it. Yes. And that's why you made the point about, you know, the token white, then it maybe wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have lasted. Yeah. I think anything that lingers smacks of authenticity. Yes. And I think people buy into that. And I think that's the thing that happened with Mango. Mango was a series of false starts of broken promises and sort of dreams shattered. You know, we had a couple of albums that never got released. We got a song on the radio and then it didn't work out long term. But we stuck together. Um, And then we would have someone who would leave the band, but his brother would stay. So Mango was always very organic, very messy. And it's really only in 88 we we attracted the attention of um, people who were really serious about pumping money into us. And that's when, in 1989, we released that very first album that exploded in a way that we did not predict because we'd had so many false starts. This this is way before the... You know the, the the marketing jargon of the brand. You know, the, way before. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm thinking about that right <laughs> now, and 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 you talk about some of those experiences. By the way, o double one eight eight three o seven o two is the number. Let me not hoard. Um, clear here. You hoard can, away. Hoard <laughs> away. <laughs> you can give her a call and speak to her. Ask her whatever questions you have. Uh, if you're in Cape Town, uh, the number is o two one double four six o five six seven. I'm literally speaking to a South African institution uh, <laughs> that is embodied in Claire. Thank yeah? you. Yeah, but also uh, she speaks for Mango Groove. Uh, please give me a call. I know that you would love to uh, interact with Claire. The 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 music the the quintessentially South African sound. Mm. I, I think I was in, I can't even remember what country I was in, but I was not in South Africa at the time. Yeah, and yeah. I'd been wherever I was for a bit of a long time and I wanted to go home. Yeah, I And I remember feeling. hearing home talk somewhere, mm. somebody playing it. And I remember welling up, you know, wow. and I, you know, I'm crying, you know, weeping. Mm. Uh, and I couldn't at the time really understand why I was reacting this way and I was mm. shy about it. Yes. I didn't want people to see me bore. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> but I remember feeling that very, very powerful feeling of home. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that there are many sounds that are as quintessentially South African as the Quella sound. Yeah. Where did that love for that come from? Where, how? I have to lay that at John's door. You know, John really was in love with that style. And I, when I joined the band, clueless 17-year-old Claire, Yeah. Um, it, I, I tapped into it as well. It was There was enough jazz for me. You know, I grew up on Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong. Um, I, always, I always had this sort of weird feeling that music, 
didn't it didn't matter what age you were with music. Music was music. Music just It's like reached love. people. It doesn't matter how old it you are. It is. Yeah. Exactly. Music is a f- kind of love, love. really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So I felt that with Mango. I felt a sense of uh, there was a warmth and an inclusivity and uh, and real music. Real music. And Mickey Villacazi was 64. And immediately I just thought, wow, this is the real deal. <laughs> so that was, for me, very, very special. And Mango was sort of mildly, as I said earlier, a little bit chaotic. Songs would be written in a strange fashion. We would sometimes busk an idea live. We would we'd, we'd kind of fly with something. You know, we'd have to, suddenly we'd have to do an extra half an hour set. You know, in the days where you'd be in a, in a, in a club, you'd have to do three sets. And you'd have to kind of come up with material. <laughs> and we would be able to cobble together things. And for me, that's what music really is. I'm I'm interested to find out which groups these days, and I'll tell you what I think, but Mm -hmm. I'm interested to find out from you, Claire, which groups, uh, more contemporary groups that are South African that that feel to you like like Mango. Okay. Um, There are a few groups that I, I look at and I say, Wow, these guys feel like mango. They're younger. They 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 hipper. They more contemporary and you know whatever. But but they they I look at them and I think, wow, here's mango happening spirit again. Spirit of spirit of. And that's precisely yeah. what I'm wanting to ask. Do yeah. you think that you guys were possessed of a specific spirit that <laughs> continues to 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 haunt us thirty years later? Um, I would love to think that. I would like to think that. You know, we opened the door. You know, I can't answer that because anything I, I say around that sounds arrogant. And we don't feel that. We feel very grateful. You know, we, we, we were kind of in a milestone of craziness when Mango started. Yeah. It was not encouraged for yeah. black and white South Africans to hobnob. Yeah. You know, there was a particular power dynamic between yeah. and a separateness. You know, that's yeah. what uh, apartheid was all about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would like to think that maybe through music, a message is communicated that says, you know what, it's actually... This is how it should be. <laughs> it, it, should it was. It, it, it things. It, it was. It was so unpretentiously us. Oh, um, it, it was so, so real South African. I mean, I'd, I'd watch what Mango Groove was doing, and I'd have images in my mind of plays written by a guy like Gibson Kente in Soweto. Oh, wow. You know? Thank I'd you. I'd see um, the performance of Home Talk on television and remember um, Sarafina by Mbongeni Gema. You yeah, know, the, yeah. there was always that feeling of an, a, an authentic remembering of us. Uh, and I think Great. a lot of South Africans feel that way about the music mm-hmm. and the uh, the life and times of Mango Groove. <laughs> I've got lots of calls coming through on 11 or 021-446-0567. My guest is Claire Johnson. Uh, I'm almost feeling like saying, I shouldn't be asking who are you. No, feel free. I should be asking, um, so, you know, what's up? You know, what's happening? All right, let me get, take some of these calls. Uh, cool. Should I take them after the break? All right, let's take this break. Lots of calls coming through and I'm expecting even more. Call Late Night Talk on 011-883-0702. It's half past nine. My guest is Claire Johnson, a South African institution. It is, <laughs> absolutely. Mango Groove. We're talking about the life and times, the evolution 
of uh, Mango Groove and uh, we're just having a great old chat and I want to take a few calls. So in my mind, mm. uh, I said to you that I'm thinking of later groups that followed after Mango Groove yeah. and uh, already I've got people coming through. Ngulelego Tlimele says Freshly Ground. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Good friends uh, of ours. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, Beatenberg from yep. uh, in, in Cape Town. Big beautiful, fan. beautiful sound Authentic coming out of those Authentically South African. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, very, very well um, interpreted South African sound. Give me and, a call. And good songs. Absolutely. Yep. Give me a call if you can also identify other groups in, I'm thinking about Bongo Muffin, for example. Absolutely. Would love to hear from you which other South African groups are, are sort of cast in the same sort of, I don't, I, I don't want to be disrespectful to their authenticity, no, but, no, no. but the same kind of group sound that reminds you of home. Give me a call. would love to hear from you. Let's go straight to the lines. Zakele is in Gatlehong. Hi, Zakele. I hope so, you people. I'm well, my brother. Are you well? <laughs> Excellent. Claire's here with How's me in the studio. <laughs> oh, Zakele. Oh, yeah. Oh, let, 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 me, let, me, let me ask you to do this, uh, Zakele. Maybe if you can just move around a little bit. We uh, mm. keep losing you. Go ahead. Oh, oh can you hear me now? There yes. you go. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, am I loud and clear now? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, please allow me to say hello. Hello. Oh, man. Oh, no. Did, did it go? Okay. Oh. Yeah. Ah, All right, Zakele, let's, let's do this. Hello, hello Zakele. I'm going to ask, um, I'm going to take you back to our producer, Lee, and she's going to try and get you in a better line. All right? Can I, can I, uh, okay, don't go away. Don't don't go away. Don't go away. Don't go away. is in Gatlehong. All right, let's speak to Mushere in Pretoria West. Hi, Mushere. Hi, Mushere. Yes, so Brian and really, let me just thank Glenn Mango Group for bringing us and giving us the good music during the difficult times where now you see what our our leaders are trying to do to trying to divide us but they <laughs> try to keep us together by their music of which is something that we want to see more of that let me just congratulate you and really wish you all of the best and thank, thank you, you. For, for for keeping us together as a, as a country <laughs> we, we we really appreciate you sometimes we because of what is going through through the country, we forget mm. to really appreciate those who are trying to bring us together as a nation, as a people. You are, you are doing a beautiful thing, and we, we, we re I really appreciate what you're doing. And may the good Lord really keep you and bless you and continue wow. to, <laughs> to keep us as a, as a, as a nation, to, to show the world that we, we, we are really together. It's just a few of people who are trying to divide us. Really, this is fantastic. We want Thank to see you. more of this. Mushere, thanks very wow. much for that. Wonderful. Ultim yeah? Ultimate compliment. Yeah? I'm speechless. Thank you, thank you. Does it, does it ever dawn on you that <laughs> some people consider you the glue that keeps us together? What I am struck by is the fact that uh, politicians do seem to divide us. Mm. And it is music, things like music, and to some sport, extent hmm? sport, yeah. that do bring us together. They remind us of our shared values and of our our. Our similarities of our connectedness, rather, rather than our differences. rather than our differences, because politicians are divisive. No, that's, that's the business. That's the business. Exactly the business. right. Let's speak to Mr. Mashele in Harangua. Hi, Mr. Mashele. Uh, hello. Uh, hello. Good evening. Good evening to you, Mr. Mashele. Go ahead. Sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Those are my those are my clan names. I get it. I love it. <laughs> yes. For the meantime, we are passing, we are talking to the ancestors, eh? 
<laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so uh, what I would like, let's now come to the language which uh, Jason and others will understand, which unites us, all of us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would like, mine is an, is an appeal. It's a plea to all musicians, starting mm. for you, from you, uh, Jensen, please. Yeah. Uh, why can't you compose a song which has, uh, to, uh, speaks uh, to the political situation of ours? For example, the land question, my beloved. Yeah. The land question, uh, mm. without fear or favor, even flattering. Yeah. Uh, the land question is very important because God has made every, uh, the land and everything that exists in it. So no one should have a, a portion. We mustn't make an, a mini Berlin here, 1948, whatever there. So we want, we want to divide uh, South Africa more and more. Marcel must have his land, his hectares, and so on and so on. And of course, there will be no equity. Uh, Marcel maybe will have to monopolize or whatever. So this is not good, like money as it is. Money is confusing us. So land, it will be more. Mm. I'm pleading to everybody. The land question, please let us unite mm. and know that God has made, no one owns the land. No one should, I should, as Michelle said, this is my farm. Hey, don't, don't put your food there. You are trespassing. Hey, this and that. No, 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 no. The land must belong to everyone that is to the state. And then if Michelle or Craig Jensen or Pondolibov wants to do whatever, the state will uh, give uh, that uh, how many hectares that he or she needs, and then if I pass on, and then my children cannot don't want to continue. So it's not my land. The land belongs to us. I wonder if you understand me. All right, Mr. Mashele is in Karangua. I suppose that's Thank a you. particular political view, um, yeah. and he'd like for you to write a song about a particular political view. Where do you stand on that? Well, I, I like the idea of it being our land. Yeah. Um, I know how it really works in the real world, and I think it, we've lost the plot a bit. Yeah. So I'm mildly sympathetic, actually. Do you think? Do you think that? I mean, there was a time mm. in our country where, um, and I see people like Tandi Swamazwai have picked up on that. Mm. Um, she's just uh, channeled somebody like. Um, uh, like Mamle uh, Dambulu with the song Jigi Jela. And she was speaking very, very much or singing very much about what's happening in the fallist movement. Yeah. Um, do you think we are going to see a resurgence of political statements by artists? Uh, I remember there was a time when South Africa was 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 engulfed by a lot of violence on the trains yes. and all of those kinds of things. There was that song, South Africa, we love you. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm thinking about that song. I'm getting goose flesh now. With, uh, <laughs> oh, with, beautiful. Yes. Do, do, mm. do, do you think, and a lot of people felt that that was contrived, but I understood the the need for that kind of song at the time. Whether yes. it was executed well or not is perhaps another story. But the question I'm asking and really taking my cue from Mr. Mashele is, yeah. is there a need for artists to make political statements with their craft, the music, the poetry, the, the theater? Uh, well, I mean, Mango was always about that at a time where those statements were very, very necessary. It was, yeah. it was so clear 
you know, that there was almost like the right and the wrong. Yes. It was very obvious. Yes. There were very obvious sort of moral divisions. Yes. Whereas now things are messier. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah. Because we are a democracy. Yeah. And there are, we are all allowed our views. Yes. And we have different, different and differing political voices and yes. opinions. Yes. Which means we're a healthy Health, we're in a healthy state. Yes. So it's less obviously, <laughs> you know, m morally right or wrong. Yes. Apartheid was very easy to it point was. at. It was. It was yeah? so it was obvious. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. so completely wrong. and yeah. utterly wrong. Yeah. So now it's messy. Um, and then it becomes personal. And then, of course, what you don't as an artist, well, this is my personal belief, and I'm not even talking on, the, on behalf of the whole of Mango Groove. Yeah. My personal belief is that you don't necessarily throw your lot in with politicians. Yeah. You know, you almost want to, as a performer, stay slightly above it. Above sounds arrogant. I don't mean that. But you just, you... A healthy you know, distance. A yeah. healthy distance because yeah. you don't want to go... I got, I, got, I got that distinct feeling from somebody like Huma Sekela, for example. Yeah. Very clear on, on, on his political views, not party political views, but just no. general political views. Yes. It was very, very clear. You could understand what he understands to mm. be a, an injustice or a, mm. a good thing. But he was always very, very reticent to be identified with a particular political, political party. party. Absolutely. Uh, and not to say that he was afraid to make any uh, statements. particular statements, but no. you, you could see that he his issue was about justice. That's exactly right. Yeah. You see, I mean, p politicians, you know, they they really sort of they float around and they come up with rhetoric that suits a particular agenda at a particular yeah. time. Yeah. I have some friends who are politicians, so I'm not casting aspersions too much upon yeah. them. But at the same time, as a musician, you, as a, as a performer, as an artist, you try and remain separate. Yeah, yeah. A and that's why you are then able to can garner, become the glue that, uh, that um, Sherry <laughs> was talking about Th there. That's exactly right. Thank you. Yes, Interesting. You, in order to be the glue, you need to be slightly separate. Zakele is in Katlehong. Hi, Zakele. I hope yeah, I'm good, thanks, Zakele. Go ahead, my brother. Is my line clear now? Yeah, you're very, very clear. Go ahead, very uh, Zakele. Clear. Yes, <laughs> I'd like to say hi to Claire. Hey. How, how you doing, Claire? I'm having a lovely time. I hope you're enjoying yourself, too. Oh, Claire, you, <laughs> you know what? I can't say big enough words to say how much I thank you for the great voice you've given us. You've got that black voice, eh? You've got that voice that is appealing, eh? The voice is black, eh? You've given us so, so, so much good music back in the day. Uh, you know, you were up there in a, in a class of your own as a band. Eh? You could compete with any band on the day. And I tell you what, eh? On a good day, you could win the trophy. If they pitted you against bands like Savuka, Sankomo, Tabayete, <laughs> Soul Brothers, Mahotela Queens, I wow. told you, say. You Thank would you. come out there being the winner too. As, as for your special expression on the stage, you were so superb, eh? Thank you. You were so superb. I, I could feel you then, back then, that, hey, the lady's singing. You know what? <laughs> That's special starting, eh? Special starting. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for the great music, man. God bless you so much. Enjoy your you. days of living. Zakele in Zakele. Thank yeah? you. You got that black voice. <laughs> Black don't crack. <laughs> oh, if, oh, well, and there's I've, hope for me. There's I've for I've me. heard, I've heard, Claire, <laughs> and I'd like your your comment on this that mm. we identify with somebody, something, somebody, and then we, because we identify it with with it so so strongly and so deeply, mm. we invest our own identity into it. 
That's definitely true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, 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 for example, if I I love the music of Lorica Rao. Yes, as yeah? do I. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I remember hearing myself say, uh, by the way, if you don't know who Lorica Rauch is, she's, a, she's an amazing, amazing, soulful Afrikaans singer. Yeah, awesome. She sings Gunnar's Funny Vint. I, I, I get goose flesh yeah. just listening to that she's song. She's got right? this low, Yeah, beautiful, beautiful uh, um, uh, singer, uh, Lorica Rauch. I, I first heard her, I think about 20 years ago at, at university. But mm. I remember saying to somebody myself, saying, she sounds black. And then somebody said, yeah, but, but I can tell you that Afrikaners think that she sounds Afrikaner. And, and I think that artists that are able to transcend the cultural barrier, as it were, mm. start to sound like you, whoever you are. Well, they, there's a connection being yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a brilliant thing. Yeah. You know, that really is the ultimate compliment is yeah. you're connecting with people. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let me speak to Lesetja in Soweto. Hi, Lesetja. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very good, Lisecha. What's on your mind, hey, sir? Lisecha. Hi, 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 Mangugu. Well, <laughs> I feel like calling you that way because of you. <laughs> well, apparently, when I was still young, ne? Yeah. Hi? Yeah, go, go ahead. You sound like you're still young, by the way, which is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge compliment. Thank you. <laughs> so, it so happened that my mom told me that while my dad was driving home, ne? Mm. And, uh... He actually heard Mango Group singing at a stadium. I don't know the stadium. Okay. And uh, funny enough, my dad just changed direction and drove into the stadium just to actually listen Mango Group singing up until the end. So when my dad arrived home and then my mom was like, and then why so late? And I passed and I had Mango Group singing, so I had to just go in there. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, okay. Okay. Because... <laughs> Those that I, my dad was a huge fan. Yeah. Huge, huge fan of Mango Group. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, That's it's a beautiful thing. Lisecha, oh, thanks very much for your call, man. Thank you. Pleasure. Oh, pleasure. Right. <laughs> is out in Soweto. And Kwa Gi, is it Kwa Gi? Uh, Mr. Mafango. Yeah, how do I pronounce <laughs> your name, sir? Yes, my Kwa Gi from Kwa Gi. All right, Kwa-di. go ahead, sir. Yeah. Yes, no, the reason I'm calling, yes. I've been longing to speak to Dad. Yes. I'm Hello. happy. Oh, we've lost Kwadi. Oh, no. He's been longing to speak to you. No, Somebody, uh, Rachel, Rachel on uh, what's, uh, I mean, on the SMS line says, please tell Claire that she is loved by the nation. Oh, wow. Uh, and of course, uh, <laughs> uh, same for Mango Groove. Thank you. Um, and then uh, somebody says, uh, hi, Orbs, may you please ask Claire, what does she think of the music of Lucky Dube? Oh, huge Lucky Duba fan. Yeah. On the most recent Mango Groove album, we did a cover of um, his incredible song, Remember Me. Yes. And uh, I'll never forget the day when he passed, when we heard about his um, very untimely demise. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was a huge loss for our country. Indeed. Uh, We worked with him a lot. Yeah. um, Big, big concerts and things like that. Always a gentleman. Reminds me of my grandfather. My grandfather's really? a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. I, he's yeah. one of those guys, like he's one of those guys who just, he's yeah. timeless and uh, just, yeah, yeah, we miss him. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, good evening, Claire. Sounding so good and uh, grounded. Love Mango Groove mm-hmm. and, la- and live the memories. Uh, music and feel the times. Regards from, that's from Brett Watson on SMS. 
uh, and then somebody <laughs> says, you, oh, special star. I remember <laughs> how teachers in primary school forced us to know those moves, and oh, that is from Mango Groove, I baby. Heard, yeah? I heard this the other day. Someone yeah? sort of said that the, the song and the dance moves are almost compulsory. Oh, yeah. There was, and I, there was, I had to apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. no, they, no but, but it was in a good way. There was a variety program back in the day yes. on a thing called TV3. I remember, remember TV3. I was there. I remember. And, and this program <laughs> used to play at around about this time, or maybe just a little earlier on a yeah. Friday evening called La Poloja. I remember La Poloja. You remember La Poloja? I have a La Poloja story for you. Do you want to hear a La Poloja story? La story. So the La Poloja story I have for you, I'll try and keep it short. Yeah. We, Mango Groove, we all had to pile into a bus to go. It was shot in, a, in the SAB studios in Pretoria. Yes. We piled into the bus. They kept you waiting a very long time. Never yes. trust artists to arrive on time. Yes. So we had this huge run through in the afternoon rehearsal. There was a guy who arrived. Yes. And his trick, he was on the show, yeah. his trick was to drink three two-liter bottles of Coke. Sure. And then he had this tire, like a like an inner tube of a tire. He'd blow it up yes. with his mouth. Yes. He did it beautifully in a very macabre I way. I think I remember Beautifully. That. Yeah, yeah. But when it came time to shooting the thing, the poor guy was so worn Nervous, out. Yeah. So I still talk, we still joke about a La Paloja moment. So if, if I've ever overdone things... You know, over rehearsed, and then there's a sense that maybe, you know, it won't be quite right for the show. It's like, I've lapalochered. It was crazy. So, so, so there, were, there, were, there were sort of three or four iconic group performances at La Poloja. That's it right. Was, yes. It was the, the, the Mango Groove uh, special star <laughs> okay. um, uh, sort was, of group performance. Okay. It was the Michael Jackson um, thriller oh, thing. Really? that uh, Absolutely. Okay. And it was the, um, oh, I forget what, what but they, they were sort of iconic so La Poloja groups. Yeah, and everybody did really? special <laughs> star, you know, so it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Let's speak very quickly to Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi. Yeah, hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi. Eric from Kenilworth. Claire? Yes. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, who, is the, who is the guy that plays the penny whistle? Mdudusi Maguaza is the guy who wrote the amazing uh, tune of Special Star. He's now retired. Oh. He's back in KZN. But, oh, I see. Um, that's a, but that's yeah. a neat sound and you don't get it anywhere in the world. And now yeah. we have now we have Temba and Daba who's doing a beautiful oh. job. Oh. Doing a beautiful job. Ask ask Aubrey to play special star because you are a special star. <laughs> thank Eric, you very much. Eric, Eric okay. thank you very much. Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, Quella music, that penny whistle, mm. um spokes and it spokes comes in uh, as, as 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 I start to think about that. Uh, there was a group of three young guys, and I can't remember where they were from. Quella Tebza. Quella Tebza. Now, what I happened to Quella Tebza? I don't know, but I think oh, they those guys, man, are the grandsons of Jack Larole. I think. Yes, I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. And they yeah. they went through a phase of being, you know, super super they visible were, and absolutely. successful, and maybe and they were bringing it that they were bringing that uh, Quella sound back absolutely. and Penny Whistle, really South African. I mean, absolutely. how how much more South African? Uh, Urban South African, do you get? Yeah? Well, that's the thing. Is it? It was an urban. It it was and is an yeah, urban sound. Yeah, it grew out yeah. of the townships and yeah, you know in absolutely. those days. Let's talk to Lorraine in Soweto. Lorraine, hi. Hi, Lorraine. Okay, and Claire, hi. Yeah, hi, Lorraine. What's on your mind? We will sing the song together with Claire. When the sun no longer shines, no longer shines. When the sun 
from the sky. Beautiful. I'll be there forever your heart and you'll be forever your Listen, you can't choreograph this kind of radio, folks. <laughs> Lorraine, that's beautiful. Oh, I'm that's you from Gomashu. Oh. You know Pumzile, your backing singers. Yes. Marilyn Nokwe. Marilyn Nokwe. Beulah Hashe is still with us. Beulah is with us. And my home girls. Wonderful, wonderful people. I'm also a musician. I'm also a musician. I can hear that. But, yes, but I'm 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 here in Soweto. I've got a house in Soweto now. Nice. You 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 did so, that song, you know, Lorraine, with with uh, with uh, um, Stimela. Eh? Yes, yes, yeah, I remember that. Oh my that. goodness, yeah. that's fantastic. Yes, lovely yes. to so hear I, you, Lorraine. Yeah, me too. I, I wish I can go to, into the studio right now with you. <laughs> I know, I'm also feeling inspired now. <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to hear you. Thank you. It's lovely to hear you. Lorraine, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. Let's speak very quickly to Kaya in Pretoria. Hi, Kaya. Hello, Kaya. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm very good, thanks, Kaya. What's on your mind? Yes, yes, yes. talking to Claire there. Yeah. Yes, hi. Yes, I just wanted to find out uh, when should we expect the next album. That is a very, very good question. Yes, yes, and uh, I also wanted to find out how the music is uh, is is received in uh, outside the country, especially in Britain, since you've got some uh, roots uh, back in Britain. Now, how is it? How is the music loved? <laughs> That's a jolly good question. Uh, the first question: um, new music. We are definitely feeling inspired. You know, we've just been celebrating the 30th anniversary of the release of that, that very first album. And we've had such a wonderful response. And, you know, we've always been performing over the years, but celebrating this milestone has made us feel very kind of, yeah, excited and inspired. So I think you can, you know, listen out for something new. And as to, um, you know, where I was born, I was born in, in Britain, as you correctly say. We've done a couple of successful shows there. And, you know, these days traveling abroad what with the internet and everything, getting your music out there is easier and easier for artists. So hopefully we've got lots more travels ahead of us, including including in, you know, back to Britain and things like that. Kaya in Pretoria, thanks very much. Aubrey is, uh, hi Aubrey, where are you calling f- us from? Hey, I'm calling from Mamelodi. Ah, Obs hey. from Mums, I know Obs <laughs> from Mums, go ahead Obs. Hello Obs. <laughs> so bravo. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes, me, my relationship with you, Mango Group, yes. it started long ago. Oh, that's my secret with this. With, <laughs> I love it. I love with it. With this CD, I, I, I don't remember where I found them. But yeah. the one from Mango Group, I just kept it. Even today, I think I've got 28 years now having this CD. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. It really means a lot to us. You say, Thank you. Hey, you were so young. Man. I was. I was a child. It, I'm, I look back yes. and I'm amazed. I was this little girl. And, uh, and I've, yes. I had such a wonderful time. <laughs> and, Obs, and, thanks. And, and I think the thing that made me love this city is because of, you know, it accommodated everybody. Yeah. Yes. White, black, dead, black, 
You yeah. see, that's why maybe that make me like this DD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. You make, you make us happy, man, all South Africans. Thank Ob- you for all the Ob's, support. Orbs in mums, thanks very much. Uh, from one Orbs in mums to another <laughs> Orbs in mums, thank you very much for a great call. Kwadi is back. Hi, Kwadi. Hi, Aubrey. Yeah, go ahead, Kwadi. Hello. Yeah, the reason I'm calling, I just needed to hear from Kwadi. Yes. On the, most of his, uh, their CDs, on Home Talk, there's a song they used to sing. Mm. I think it used to say, Who do I turn to? Where do I hide? Yes. And then whatever, Sorry, what was your question? I, I just sang over you and I didn't hear a question. I'm so sorry. What is your question? <laughs> Hadi, what, what was uh, your question? No, the, the song, I remember the track, I forget the track. Oh, yes. he wants to know Follow what is my the mind. lyrics was, Who yeah. do I yes. turn to? Yes. Where do I hide? I can tell you, it's it's follow my mind. It's it's on the another country album, and it's called Follow My Mind. And you've just reminded me of it because I haven't heard that song in a long time. On my CD rack, I had to take out the best of mango. Yeah, the the sleeve is brown like corn, you know. Okay. No. It's on the Another Country album for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, I know that much. Hoddy, it's called Hood. The song that Follow you're asking is Follow My Mind. Yeah. And uh, if you want to get uh, the CD, then you'd have to get the uh, Another Country CD. It's mm-hmm. definitely on that particular okay. CD. Yes. Hoddy, thank you very much. Thank much appreciated. Thank you for the memory. All right, Claire, listen, you and I have gone over the bounds of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, time is always the enemy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people are wondering where to any special sort of activities in Mango Groove's 30-year uh, anniversary that people can look to attend. What, 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 what's happening? We do have, you know, we've had these wonderful shows at Monty, at the yeah. Teatro. Um, we've now got, coming up, we've got Lazito Land, which is going to be fun. We've never done that. I love the food. Uh, yes, I'm, I'll be there early with my wearing yeah. my bib. Oh. Absolutely. Then we've got we've got a show in East London. We've got a show in Maputo. We've got. Can I mention your sister station? Go for it. Ninety-four point seven Joburg Day. Yes, we're doing that as well. Those are the immediate shows yes, within yes. the next couple of months. Well, Claire, I, I really <laughs> want to thank you for coming through and uh, just thank sharing you. this moment with us. Um, and uh, really, it's beautiful how. We are, oh, we got one more call. Let me just quickly take this yes. one more call. From Pius. Hi, Pius. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Pius. Go ahead, man. I'm good. I'm hi. happy to hear Claire's voice as well. Indeed. <laughs> um, I just recall how they used to make us um, know those moves of yes. back in primary school. Like, you <laughs> had to know those, <laughs> those moves. You really had to know the song and the moves. So, Gosh. yeah, beautiful memories with um, Mongo Groove, eh? Uh, Thank you very much, Thank Pius, you, and Pius. really appreciate Wish your call, man. Indeed, indeed. Pius, Thank th- thanks Thank very you. much for that call. Um, I don't know if you appreciate how big this is. I mean, this is huge. <laughs> I mean, you've got people <laughs> singing wonderful. on the air. On Making air with me the- <laughs> sing on air. <laughs> It's just so beautiful and inspiring I, me. Yeah, I mean. absolutely. And uh, Claire, I just want to thank you so much for Aubrey, thank you. for joining us and just pleasure. being part of the show. It really is uh, a special moment. I really, it's really. It's gone thank so you very quickly. Much. I it has. Stay eh? and it's stay an and hour. Stay.
Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Claire Johnson and Mango Groove, 30-year anniversary. And uh, indeed, we wish them yet another 30 years.